You are listening to Life's the Vacay podcast, a weekly podcast series focusing on living a life without limitations. I'm your host, Cha Jones. Each week, I interview purposeful people about what they do and how they do it. Some have traditional professions, while others have designed unconventional careers. But what matters most is that they all are living a life where business and pleasure never separate. Each day is a vacay. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Life's a Vacay podcast, where you're designing life on your own terms, so you're always living on purpose. Hey, it's another episode of Life's a Vacay podcast. I'm your host, Cha Jones. Today, I'll be talking to my friend, Tiffany Kendrick. Tiffany is the owner of Your Expat Expert, where she specializes in customized relocation, cross-cultural support services, and training for full-time employees, business owners, teachers, government contractors, retirees, and volunteers who are preparing to work or live outside of their country of origin. Please welcome Tiffany Kendrick. Hey, girl. Hey, <laughs> How are you today? All is well. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm fabulous and I'm awesome and getting better. Yes. All right. I like that. All right. I am starting, as you know, this new podcast called Life's a Vacay. And I'm so excited to have you here today. So, Tiffany, you have done some amazing things. And I just wanted to feature some amazing people that I personally know who's doing wonderful things in their industry. So how did you get started? Okay, so... My background is or was engineering. So back in 2008, I could see that that glass ceiling approaching. You know how you look at the company's board of directors and and no one looks like you. So mm-hmm. in order for me to stay competitive, I knew I had to be global or at least go global. So what I decided to do, you always try and have a 5 to 10 year plan in your career. So what I decided to do was transfer to our international division, which was based out of New York. And I applied for positions out of the country. And I was blessed with an opportunity to live in Trinidad and Tobago. Shout out to my Trinidadians out there. um, So that's how I got started um, living abroad was back in 2008 on engineering assignments in Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Now, how did you take that assignment and transfer it into your current business, your expat expert? Well, I noticed when I was out of the country, there was a lot of things, even though the company prepared you to a certain degree, there was a lot of things that they did not tell you and or a lot of things they didn't know. Human resources, HR specialists or whatever, they can only provide you with so much information because they've never been there. So back in 2008, before they really had the internet booming the way that it is, you know, with international information, I noticed there was a need for it. And that's why I created Your Expert. Okay. So would you say that you chose this work or that the work chose you? 
I think I chose the work because okay. I knew at eight years old, I wanted to be an architect or engineer, basically build buildings. And I wanted to continue doing things or at least building things or at least doing business. So that was an avenue that I can do in order to stay competitive. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So in the work that you're doing with your expat expert, how did you choose that work or did that choose you? Right. So my passion for engineering, architecture, construction, the industry in general, it fizzled. And then I just found a new love of international travel. And that's when I noticed the world was changing to be global anyway. Mm -hmm. So that's why I kind of transitioned. I still do engineering consulting or construction management consulting, but I don't do it on a full-time basis. So this whole podcast is really, uh, I came up with life is a vacay or life's a vacay for the reason that I feel, you know, there are some, some people who will never step out on their dreams. There are some people who have just bought into everybody else's idea of what success is. There are some people who they just feel comfortable with a nine to five. And then there are certain people like, and and I'm not knocking nine to fives on this particular platform, because I think that you can have a life of vacate still with the nine to five, right? So I want to definitely want to clear that up for all my listeners. I'm not saying go quit all your jobs. I'm just saying that. (laughs) If you're happy, that's cool. Right. So being happy is definitely a prerequisite for living a life of vacay. And I think that when you are living a life of vacay and what my definition of that is, is really about being on purpose and loving the life that you have and making everything count for you. And so when you started your expert as a business, it gave you some sense of freedom, correct? Yes, it did. Okay. And then you were living abroad in Trinidad and it gave you different opportunities, correct? Correct. Because when you live abroad, you don't just work with people from like, for example, my first assignment, I was in Trinidad, but that doesn't mean that I only work with Trinidadians. They have expatriates from all over the world working on that particular project. So I know people from literally all around the world because of that project. Okay. So let's get into what motivated you to, even though you're still doing the work that you went to college to do uh, and, and you have your degree in, what motivated you to transition and then start this business beyond the HR part? Like, was there anything that was like happening in your life and you were like, you know what? I need to start a business so that I can help other people. Or was it something that changed or shifted in your life that you was like that aha moment, I can actually make some money doing this? Well, it was, I guess it was different when when I realized engineering and construction, it was beginning to be the same. So the process and the BS was beginning to be the same. So with the challenging, the challenges of doing a project with less money, less resources, and you have to do it in less amount of time, I just knew I had to change somehow and creating 
my business when I knew there was a need for it was my way, I guess, my way out. Some people, they have a dream on what exactly they want to do and it happens. Well, that never happened to me. I, I knew I wanted to build buildings since I was eight years old, but me being a Kentucky native from humble beginnings, I never in a million years thought it, I would literally be seeing the world. So I guess it chose me and I, I chose it and it chose me. Okay. So let's talk about some of the places that you have had the pleasure of being able to go and see and experience just because of the work that you're currently doing. So engineering, I I had the opportunity to, I guess, when I say live, I lived in these countries for more than three months, three months to two years. So that was um, in Trinidad, Costa Rica, Kenya, and Ethiopia. So for example, in Costa Rica, I have a client where I do some engineering consulting from time to time on their Airbnb properties. In Ethiopia, I had a colleague who I used to work with in the United States. She moved back to Ethiopia and her father, before he passed, he had an engineering firm. So I went over there to help out there. In Kenya, they were building the tallest hotel in Kenya on the east coast of Africa. And I was able to visit that project. I didn't work on that one, but I was able to, to visit it to just to see what could be accomplished, but um, that didn't work out, which is fine. It was an opportunity of a lifetime. So I, I have various projects that I would either do, either do some consulting work or at least visit it just, just because I had a connection there. Okay. Now that you are doing your own business and you're shifting the business scope that you're actually doing now, what excites you about the possibilities of this new work that you're doing? What excites me? I don't know, Cha. It's, <laughs> you know. it's, I think it's exciting to experience a, some quality of life. Like it, it excites me to feel safe. Unfortunately, I feel safer out of the country than I do in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, in my native country, in America. So uh, it's exciting to be in a country where you have quality food, where you have just uh, the quality of life in, in general. And there's, you're not in this rat race. So that's what, what excites me the most. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but it's not as difficult as people think because you learn a lot about yourself and you grow every time you you move. Yeah, I can I can say that I can relate to that. I remember when I first moved to Korea and I got off the plane and I had no idea what to expect. So I had no expectations. I just knew that something new was about to happen and I was ready for it. Like whatever came at me, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And it was challenging at first, but it really was exciting to like I would tell people they would call me and be like, you're you're living in a third world country. I was like, have you like did your homework first? Exactly. Not third world country. That's number one. Number two, like Korea is way more technologically advanced than mm-hmm. anything America has going on right now. Yep. Also, and <laughs> yeah. And the other thing, 
I was safe. And then people would call me with North Korea stuff and they were like, oh, they're going to blow up South Korea. And I was like, that's impossible. That's like Northern Florida blowing up Southern Florida. It's not going to work. <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah, they're just it's, misinformed. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of people... You know, they're scared to live abroad. They're scared to move outside their comfort zone. And I really want to have this uh, platform because I want people who are on the brink of doing something different or they're thinking about it. And if it's a thought, it can become an action. All you have to do is just move out your own way Mm -hmm. and, and stop listening to the naysayers trust yourself, move forward and be all you can be. And not to say that that is just easy because it's not going to be easy. Anything worth having is going to take a little effort and it may even have some challenges that comes with it. But I swear I put everything on my life (laughs) that it is going to shift you as a being to move you and propel you into another place. And so it is very exciting at times because, you know, it because like anything, you have that excitement and then life happens and brings you back down to the realities of life. And then you have to move a little differently. But when you're showing up doing what you love to do, there's always an exciting element of it that keeps you moving forward. Even when you're in those mundane, mundane moments where you're like, oh, I, I got to pay bills or right. I got to do this. You know, even like living here in Mexico right now, I'm still excited about the possibilities. I'm still excited about the things I haven't seen, the people I haven't met, the things I haven't done. So it always gives some level of excitement when you're doing what you love. And it seems like you have done so much, especially even in engineering, because I don't even think oftentimes when people go into certain industries, like I was speaking to someone yesterday who started in social work and, you know, she even in social work does travel social work. And so people don't think about there are opportunities, even in your current job where you could take a shift and take your career to a whole nother level. And like you said, you were looking at global opportunities and how can I be an engineer globally So that doesn't mean you have to quit your job. It just means that you start thinking, okay, I want to have a global life. How do I start shifting so that I can meet that opportunity when it comes? And so that's what you did. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the freedom that you have found in doing the work that you do. How has freedom come to you? uh, Or how have you had more freedom just being able to shift your perspective as well as the work that you're currently doing with your expat expert. So the freedom that I have, I've always been an advocate or a supporter for working from wherever you're most productive. So if you're productive on the beach, then work on the beach. If you're productive, work from home, home. you know, like as long as you get the job done or the work done, who cares where you're located? However, I do understand that certain industries, you have to be in certain locations, especially in engineering. You have to go to the project eventually to check on the status. But if you can figure out a way to work where you're most productive, that's the most freedom you can have. And work doesn't necessarily mean something that you don't like. 
you can definitely work in an industry or doing something that you love. And it may be, it may not pay as much as you want it to, but at the same time, if the quality of your life and if you're stress-free, it balances out. So when you say, what does freedom mean to me? My freedom is my ability to work wherever I feel like it, as well as making sure I feel safe. So that okay. that's what freedom is to me. Sure. And that's important. Like you need to be safe. You definitely don't want to be in a situation where you feel like you're about to get hijacked or robbed or, you know, assaulted in some type of way. And so being able to have the work that you or being able to do the work that you love and having those elements added to your life that definitely creates some level of freedom. So I know this and I'm, I'm not sure how much you want to share of this with my listeners, but you have an opportunity that you're about to take in a couple of weeks, like this coming up. Yeah, I'm I'm on countdown, Cha. <laughs> Yeah, so your career is about to shift a little bit more and you're about to have another opportunity. Let's talk about that. Um, Where are you preparing to go? Tell my listeners that first. Okay, um, Swade Ka, I am on my way to Thailand. Swade Ka. That's the only word I know right now, but... You taught me something. Yes. So I will be moving to Thailand. I am on countdown. So um, my boxes are ready and starting this weekend. Yeah, I got a lot of packing to do. Okay. So tell me about Thailand. Where did Thailand come from? How did you decide or did Thailand decide to incorporate you into the company or country or did you decide okay you know what I want to go to Thailand how did that come about okay now that's another podcast but um that's it's a combination of things but Thailand came to me because it was affordable as well as the opportunity to teach and do some consulting there and the net I guess I should have started with this the number one reason is their medical facilities. Okay. So I definitely wanted to get the best of the best healthcare there was for my body and saying that Thailand is number one, but it, it's up there. So, okay. so those are the, and I love Thai food as well as Thai massages. So yes. um, <laughs> yeah, it was a combination of all of those things. And I didn't want it to be a vacation where I felt forced to go for what, seven to 10 days and then have to hurry up and come back to the States. So I'm going to be there for a while. Okay. So do you know how long you're going to be in Thailand? At least six months to a year, at least. Okay. All right. So how are you preparing to move to Thailand? (laughs) So that's what um, your expert expert does. We prepare individuals and businesses to live and work abroad. So I have a YouTube, um, your expert expert, where everything that I do in order to prepare just as an individual, I have videos on that. So if you want to know like how I prepare, you are more than welcome to subscribe and, and watch the videos. They're less than 10 minutes. They start off slow because... In other countries, you have to slow down 
And then, so I'm kind of conditioning the individual to, to slow down because other countries are not as fast paced, not, not all countries, but some countries are not as fast paced. So you need to, um, you know, slow down a little bit, but it's, it's very short and sweet. So the content is there and that's how I prepare. Okay. So what are some things that you think, and this is kind of like thinking from the fact that you've already been an expat. And one of the things I tell people often when I'm working with them and they're going to live abroad, and then they're not even thinking about, oh, I got to come home. But there's something that we both know is called repatriation, which means that when you get ready to come back home, you're different because you've had some transitions in the process of living abroad. And so the things that you have picked up, the things that you have learned, the things that you've shedded, different perspectives, all of that is accounted for when you come back home and then you're being placed in something or situation that you deem similar but it's different because even though you're going home and it's a place that you've been to, I try to attribute it to like, if you go to college, you come back home and all your friends that didn't go to college, they like, Oh, you different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so, like reverse culture shock. Yeah. It is reverse culture shock. And it requires you to, really take some time to yourself because you are different and the people around you are different because we're all growing. Nobody's just staying still and time doesn't stop because you went away somewhere. But I say all that to say, when you go to Thailand, are you thinking about some of the things that you want to shed or maybe anticipate things that are changing or or will change for you in Thailand? Or have you even thought about that yet? I haven't even thought about that because my main concern is learning a a very challenging language. Mm -hmm. And um, that's my main focus right now. Okay. And what are you doing to learn that language? So I have the apps and that's part of in my YouTube series. I have the apps and I, when I do my, my daily walk, I, I work, I practice on pronouncing it, the words or whatever. And I also go to Thai restaurants and I, I practice ordering things, but I know I don't have it right because they, they still don't know what I'm trying to order. So <laughs> that's why I say I only know one word where I know they understand what I'm saying. Everything else is like, Ooh, so I've, I have tried and, you know, the older you get, it's a little bit more challenging to learn languages, especially when it's a challenging language. So those are my apps, my listening to their YouTube shows, my walk as I repeat things and then going to the local Thai restaurants. Those are the things that I have been implementing throughout the past couple of months. And it's just um, it's just a challenge. That's all. Okay. Well, I know that you will do wonderful and oftentimes people don't even consider living abroad because they feel like, well, if I don't know the language, how am I going to survive? And I can be the first one to tell you, I, I don't speak Korean. I survived for three and a half years and I'm perfectly okay. Now I'm functionally illiterate at this point in my life. So if I go back, I can hail a taxi. I can tell them where to go. I'll be like, <laughs> but 
as far as having a whole conversation, she can't do that. And I want people to understand that that should not be a deterrent because you can learn anything if you put your mind to it. And it may not be like fluent, but you'll learn to communicate. And in the meantime, they have something called Google Translate. It will help you translate anything. Mm -hmm. When I lived, not lived, but when I visited Beijing, yeah, that was a challenge, but I functioned. I didn't fall out or anything, so. Yeah, when I went to Beijing, I did a whole lot of English. <laughs> I was like, McDonald's, please. Oh, no, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't, I don't eat McDonald's, but, you know, if I, I needed to know someone, McDonald's, can you please point towards McDonald's? Uh, that's, yeah. Be, yeah, please get there. And even my tour guide, when I went to Great Wall, everybody spoke English. And so it, I felt like it was really fairly easy to get around. Now it was when I went to Chinjin. Yeah. That's it, wow. Oh, well, yeah. It was a little bit more challenging to get around. And I, and I happened to have someone with me, one of my friends, he lives in China at the time. So that was a little bit easier. Otherwise I would have been like, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. And at that time, nobody was really using Google Apps or Google Translate at that point. Mm-hmm. This was like in 2008, 2009. Right. So it was a little bit more challenging, but you definitely can. You'll be okay. You definitely learn how to communicate and you may not be able to be fluent, but you'll communicate, especially to get things done. You'll figure out those words. So I'm looking forward to all of the wonderful stories that you will have. Before we go, please tell me uh, what, when you hear life's a vacay, what's that mean to you? So when you say life's a vacay, I think it's all about how disciplined you are in your life to make sure you have self-care and you're happy. You just want to make sure that you that you have no regrets in life. And I just don't want people to be so quick to give yourself excuses why you can't do something because the opportunity is out there. And when the opportunity presents itself, either from your mind or from someone else, uh, plan how realistic it can be and try it. And if it doesn't work out, guess what? You can always come back home. Uh, at least try it. I went to one of my high school reunions and there were a few people I love going back home to visit. And there were a few people who said they had regrets. And I I just don't want people to have regrets in life. That's all. I just want people to live their life to the fullest. That's all. Yeah, definitely. And that's why life's a vacay, or at least when I was thinking about the premise of life's a vacay is to really be able to die empty and leave it all here, that you live full out and did the things that you actually wanted to do because life is short. And at the end of the day, if you are talented, if you have some gift, skill, or everybody, and I believe everybody has some type of talent, some type of skill, even though... I, I I don't have a whole lot. <laughs> Please don't even start. <laughs> but I think that we all came here with our own special gifts and we just have to tap into them 
But when you die, you should have given the world that gift so that they continue to utter your name even well after you have died and and passed over. So it's really about just living completely how you intend to live and whatever that means for you. So I, I too want people to just do your thing and, and you don't, don't have to be an engineer. You don't have, you know, that's just, that was my path. You don't have to be an engineer. There's other ways you can get out of the country and, and work and you can have your own business. You can teach. There's all kinds of opportunities out there. Yes. And the one thing that I am grateful for for the pandemic, if, if you're going to be grateful for something, is that a lot of people had to go work remotely, mm-hmm. those who could, and they got opportunities to see that, okay, I can work away from the office and now I can start moving about. So a lot of people are taking the opportunity to continue working remote and travel and become what we deem as a digital nomad. So that's another opportunity for people. So that's something people can think about. Now, leave my listeners with the Tiffany Nuggets to help encourage them to create the life of their dream. What what would you tell them other than have no regret? I would tell them to try it at least once. You don't have to leave right away, but at least Try it maybe for three days, maybe for seven days. Just try it. You can always come back home. You've heard it here. You can try it. (laughs) Yeah, go on vacation. See if you like it. Or do what a lot of people do. They go and they do a scouting trip where they look at a place for a week or so. Um, I even know here in Mexico, a lot of people come for a month and they, you know, get an Airbnb. They look at the location. They see if that's where they want to be. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. And again, like Tiffany said, you can always go back home. So I want to thank you for taking this opportunity to talk to me and to be featured on my new Life's a Vacay podcast. I'm excited for your opportunity in Thailand. And I wish you many, many blessings as you move forward. Thank you, Cha. I really appreciate it. It's been fun as well as an honor to be on your um, podcast. Well, before you leave, please give your handlers for all of your social media. So I am on Twitter, Instagram. You can also LinkedIn me. Um, well, I'm on LinkedIn as Tiffany Kendrick, but uh, Instagram, Twitter, podcast, my podcast. Uh, if you just Google your expat expert, I will be there. Well, thank you. You all check her out at your expat expert and you will find out all the information you need about how to move or live or to function abroad because she got you if you're looking for visas if you're looking at how to go get your passport that's where you start first that's number one start get your passport get your paperwork in order she got you Mm -hmm. check her out at your expat expert and she will take care of you i know because she's my girl Thanks. You're welcome. Y'all don't forget to like and share and check out my podcast. But more importantly, check out my website at www.chajones.com. Please continue to listen. 
tell everybody else about it. And if you're not living your life on purpose, you still have an opportunity because you still have breath in your lungs and you still have something else to do. Go do it. Peace. You have been listening to Life's a Vacay podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Every day you have a choice. So choose yourself and never allow your circumstances to dictate the life you live. Whatever you don't like, you can change. Remember, nothing happens overnight. But know that when you set goals and take inspired action, whatever you desire can come in perfect timing. Never give up on creating the life you deserve. Don't anticipate your next vacation when you could be living a whole life on vacation. Until next time, I'm your host, Cha Jones. Please remember to like and share this podcast so that others can be inspired. Peace.